Hey there, friend, and welcome to the You Out Loud podcast. I'm your host, Mindy Hancock, and I am so glad you are listening in today. Authenticity truly happens when you let go of all the things you think you need to be. Each episode, we'll talk everything from mindset, motivation, inspiration, tough love, anxiety, mental health, and so much more. Rest assured, you can take the tools and strategies in this podcast and apply them to start living your most purposeful life out loud. All right, let's settle in for the goodness that is to come in this episode. Hey there, friend. Can we chat for just a second? Okay, cool. I promise this won't be long and we will get right into the episode. Are you a worrier? Do you often find yourself in a worry spiral? I totally understand where you're coming from. And I want you to know that worry creates a narrative in our minds that isn't always real. Struggling with worry is even harder when we are stressed, anxious, or feeling out of control. To help navigate these feelings, I recommend journaling to my clients as a way to help work through, release, and gain control over their worries. If you are struggling right now, you are not alone, and I am here to help you. Journal Away Your Worries is my free resource that I am so excited to share with you. This resource has 30 done-for-you journal prompts to help you create space and energy to spend on the things you love instead of worrying. So head on over to the link in the show notes to grab your free copy of Journal Away Your Worries and start easing your worry right now. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am excited to chat with you real quick today. This is going to be a quick episode, um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about self-care and the, I guess, the the misconception that a lot of people have around what self-care looks like. And I do want to break down the different types of self-care, but um I think that that can be done in several episodes, but today what I really want to talk about is what do we think self-care is, kind of reconstructing that thought process. Maybe you are thinking of self-care in a similar way that I'm going to describe that a lot of society thinks about self-care. And not only are we going to kind of, I don't know what the, you know, that show Mythbusters, is that still a show, but like we're going to, you know bust that myth, I guess was what we're, what I'm going to say here. Um, but we're going to, we're going to just kind of look at this from a different perspective and look at self-care in a way that is not what we maybe have always thought about. Um, because self-care is so broad, but for a long time when we, especially when self-care started to be the buzzword and we started talking about, you know, self-care Sundays and taking care of you and all of these things. And are you practicing self-care? Um, when that started to be a big thing that we were listening or we were hearing on social media and just really hearing it a lot in the rhetoric that was being said um, in the online space. But I think that self-care was being looked at as something different. It was being looked at as more of a freely fun type of thing. And yes, it can be. So, But first, I just want to define what self-care is. So who defines self-care, okay? So according to 
the who I'm trying to I'm trying to read this to you, but it's not working for me. So um, who defines self-care as the ability of individuals, um, families and communities to promote health, prevent disease, maintain health and to cope with illness and disability with with or without the support of a healthcare provider. So that does sound a lot more technical than, you know, a bubble bath, right? So it, this is from who.int. So that's who just defines it as self-care as this, okay? So not only that, but we have it broken down into five different areas of self-care. And so it's funny because, like I said before, a lot of times when we start thinking about, oh, how can I you know, incorporate self-care into my routine, I think a lot of times the first thing that comes into mind for people are things that are fun, things that are like um, bubble baths and spa days and pedicures and, you know, face masks and, you know, things like that. And like I said, those can be self-care things. Those can be your, uh, you know, physical self-care. But a lot of times, self-care is so much more. So again, I'm going to read that different definition for you as what um, it is described as or defined as, because I think that if we really listen to it, self-care is so much more. The ability of individuals, families, and communities to promote health, prevent disease, maintain health, and to cope with illness and disability with or without the support of a healthcare provider. So that is saying that you're doing things to better yourself, even without your healthcare provider. You're doing these things on your own for yourself. So it's a process of taking care of yourself, but not only just taking care of yourself by, you know, resting and giving yourself that space to have a bubble bath or whatever. It's the behaviors that promote the health that you want or the lifestyle that you want or the active management of different things that maybe you have a certain illness or maybe you have certain ailments that you have to do. You have to do certain things in order to maintain them or manage them. Um, we we want to engage in self-care, but what we don't realize is a lot of times our self-care even comes down to what we eat, how we move our body, how well we're sleeping. Um, are we, you know, taking care of our personal hygiene, like bathing, like we should. I know that is, you're, you think like, oh yeah, everybody bathes, right? No, not everybody does. And we can get into that in a whole nother episode because there are reasons why someone might have a harder time maintaining their own personal hygiene. And that can be due to certain disabilities or certain things that are that are um, sometimes out of their control. But this self-care can go all the way down to brushing your teeth, okay? So there are five different types of self-care categories, and we can get into these in some future episodes, but we talk about there's physical self-care, emotional self-care, psychological self-care, spiritual self-care, and professional self-care. So those five things encompass the world of self-care. So it definitely sounds like it's a lot more than a spa day, right? It's a lot more than going to get your get a pedicure with your with your girlfriend. It's a lot more than that. Although those may be needed for you, not everybody may choose those areas, but there are certain things and everybody is different. Everybody's self-care looks different. So what if 
we looked at self-care in a different way. What if we looked at self-care as um, something that sometimes it can be hard, right? It doesn't have to be fun and freely and, and have a good time, right? It can be something that is hard. It can be taking a step back from something. It can be saying, hey, I need help with this. It can be, you know, delegating a task or it can be saying, I just am not able to do this on my own. Can someone help me? It can be putting yourself first when you're not when you don't usually do that. Um, some other examples that we can talk about today um, are, you know, saying no boundaries. Right, those are huge parts of self care, and I've said that before. And you, if you haven't heard my boundary series, you can go back and listen to that. Um, but I say that boundaries are the ultimate form of self care, and that it can be truly a way that we we sh- we our emotionally, our emotional self-care is being taken care of. It can also be our psychological self-care. So another thing that we don't do often enough, and I think this is something that women, sometimes we struggle with, but we asking, but asking for what we need. Because a lot of times we want to, we don't want to be seen as weak. We don't want to be seen as someone who needs something. So sometimes we do and do and do and go and go and go and we don't ask for help. We don't ask, we don't, we don't ask for what we need from someone else or we don't, we don't show weakness. And that's not good for our emotional self-care. It's not good for our psychological self-care. It's not good for our physical self-care. So asking for help can actually be, or even asking for what you need can be a huge, huge part of your self-care. So with that being said, like I said, there are several different key points. There's five different areas. Um, But I also just want to give you some ideas of self-care could be, you know, like I said, self-care can be the fun stuff. It could be, you know, the face mask. It could be, um, you know, shopping. It could be watching Netflix. It could be um, doing, it could be taking a bubble bath. It could be doing all of those things, right? But it can also be doing something hard. It can be saying no to something. It can be getting out of bed when that seems really hard. It can be cleaning your area. It can be doing those things that you keep putting off because they seem daunting to you, whether it be making that phone call or, you know, canceling that subscription or making a doctor's appointment or getting to the dentist, whatever it is. It can be going to therapy. That is that is self-care. Doesn't always have to be the fun, frilly, you know, going to happy hour with your girlfriends. That's not always self-care. Yes, that can be self-care. That can be social. That can be, you know, a way that we fill our cup because we do know that we have to take care of ourselves first. And a lot of times we're not, especially if you're a mom, if you um if you are giving to someone else before you give to yourself, a lot of times you might you might find that you have an empty cup. So we have to figure out things or ways or um, strategies that help us fill our cup. But I also saw this um, video the other day that made so much sense. And so imagine we always say we can't pour from an empty cup, right? And we can't. But imagine doing things like trying to do self-care. And so let's say you're doing like you're taking a bubble bath or you're doing the face mask and you're like, oh, gosh, I've 
feel like this should be helping me and it's not. I'm taking a nap or I'm, you know, doing these things that I feel like should be helping me feel better and refilling my cup, but I still feel empty. Well, think of it like this. Think of that your cup actually has a bunch of holes in it, okay? And even though you're filling it back up, it's going right back out because maybe the self-care things that you're doing aren't actually what you need. It's what you think you need because maybe that's what you've seen online or you've seen people do and you think, well, maybe if I do that, and that seems fun, right? But maybe that's not what you need. Maybe what you need is to step away from something right now that is poking holes in your cup, right? So maybe you need to say no to something. Maybe you need to stay at home instead of going, you know, to that thing that you had committed to. Maybe it's just being by yourself that you need. So sometimes we have to figure out what it is that's going to plug the holes in our cup so that the water or whatever it is that we're putting back in our cup, if you want it to be wine, that's fine with me. Whatever you're putting back in your cup right now, as you're doing these self-care tasks, we want to make sure that we're plugging those holes with our self-care tasks so that the water or the wine is not coming back out. Because if we're just doing the things because we think we need to do them or we think that they will help and they aren't helping, we're basically burning the candle at both ends. We're not helping ourselves and eventually because we're not able to plug the holes in our cup, it's not going to stay full. It's going to continue to to leak out and we're going to find ourselves in a stage of burnout. That's where we're going to end up. And so if we are really wanting to find ways to intentionally pour into ourselves and pour back into our cup so that we can feel better. We have to figure out what self-care things we truly need and not what we think we need or what what sounds fun or what looks fun. Um, and although sometimes we, we may still do those things, but we need to make sure the things that are really important right now and the things that maybe it's something that you really need to do, but you've been putting off and you've been putting it off because you're scared to scared to tackle that or you're scared to do that, but that might be the, the self-care thing that you need to actually plug the holes in your cup so you can refill your cup. So maybe then the spa day with your girlfriends actually replenishes you because the thing that you've been holding off on doing has been the hole in your cup this whole time. So maybe it's needing to um, set boundaries around something or maybe it's forgiving yourself for something. And you've been putting that off and putting that boundary off and you finally set the boundary. And so now that when you go and hang out with your girlfriends, you truly feel replenished. And when you come back to whatever it is that you're doing, you feel like you can tackle it from a full cup and a clear heart and clear eyes and clear mind. But if you're not doing that, the thing that really needs to be taken care of first, all the other self-care stuff, the fun stuff, the frilly stuff, it's not going to work. So we have to figure out what you need in order to plug those holes. So we're going to dive into a series of self-care. It's going to be around those several different areas. And we're going to dive into each section. We're going to talk about each one. We're going to talk about different ways that you can um, use self-care or with different options or ways that you might be able to, um, things that you can do underneath those type of self-care categories. Um, we might even combine them into like a, a couple categories per episode. So it's not five episodes long, but if you have any questions or maybe you're like, oh, I never even thought about it that way. Please let me know. 
DM me over on Instagram. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on self-care and the thoughts of self-care being different than what a lot of us might have thought or maybe used to think. So I challenge you today to do something in a self-care manner that isn't a normal self-care task. I challenge you to do that. Feel free to share it with me. You know, DM me. I would love to hear what that is. And I will see you on the next episode and we will be talking more about self-care. Thank you so much for listening to the You Out Loud podcast. I hope this episode was able to help you shift your mindset, take the step, or give you the little push you needed. If you loved this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends, tag us on Instagram, or leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. It is truly appreciated, and I do a little happy dance every single time. You are so important, and life is way too short to be playing small. It's time to take a chance on yourself and start living out loud.